Welcome to Matt is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia. And I'm fucking increasingly confused. Not less. More. More as time goes on. As you get older, you're supposed to get um, more... You're supposed to understand more. But as I get older, I understand less. Uh, and I'm going to talk about some of that shit on this episode. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a solo one. On the 4th of July, I had the double dose of guests which were my first guests um in a while actually since the quarantine began and as quarantine was ending i was planning on having guests again and going back and forth between solos and guest episodes and i'm actually going to continue with that even though even though cases of coronavirus and covid-19 are spiking not only spiking, but up, up worse than ever. And this is truly mind-boggling how badly, how badly America has handled this. There's a lot to get into, but this is obviously at the top of the list. All you need to do is look at any kind of graph or chart that compares the uh, prevalence and spread of COVID-19 with that of other countries. So the only one that even comes close to handling it as badly as we are is Brazil. Brazil, the prime minister or president or whatever the fuck the head person there is called, his name is Bolsonaro, and he's a true asshole. He's called the um, the Trump of... Uh, South America, I believe. Oh, no, Trump of the Tropics. Trump of the Tropics, not Trump of the Tropics, because Trump of the Tropics would mean nothing because Tropics are nothing. Uh, so the Trump of the Tropics, Bolsonaro, has contracted coronavirus after handling it like an idiot, after refusing to close anything down. It was spreading in Rio like a motherfucker, started to spread outside Rio, all over Brazil. And per capita, Brazil was the highest in the entire world because at no point was Bolsonaro closing down anything. Believe it or not, he's an even further right-wing, even bigger asshole than our president. More on him later. Ours, that is. But yeah, America and Brazil have been the two worst. And recently... We not only, I mean, we were always in the lead uh, in terms of sheer just numbers, because this is a more populous country than Brazil, but we now lead in per capita as well. So any way you look at it, America has handled this the worst. The actual worst, the number one worst. Do you fucking understand that? We have handled this health crisis, which is a global health crisis. Our part of the globe has handled it the number one worst. Again, you look at these charts and graphs. 
almost every country in the European Union has completely flattened the curve and has it under control. New Zealand, it's basically not even there anymore. Korea, same thing. Japan, same thing. While every day we break the previous record, every two weeks now, I just read this, every two weeks now, the, the amount of new cases is expected to double. Today was a record in the country. Today was a record. Yesterday, rather, yesterday being Tuesday, uh, was a record in California. Almost 10,000 new infections, new positive tests for coronavirus. And these people who love to complain, well, these are just asymptomatic. These are just people who went in for something else, got tested for COVID and happened to have it. How the fuck is that even a defense? They still have it. What's your point? That those those cases shouldn't count? Well, how does that work? It'd be like taking a head count of every blonde person and only counting some of the blonde people. Because they're really blonde. Or because they're not as blonde as the really blonde people. It's not an argument. They still have it. They have the fucking shit. It's, it's, a, it's a legitimate source of embarrassment for me and many, many other Americans. The fact that we did this so fucking badly. It got politicized way early. Trump was a fucking idiot about it. Straight out the gate. Tried to do a little something, but it was too late. And then it was way too little because he thought, ah, fuck it, threw his hands up, needed to reopen ASAP because he thought that was his path to election. Turns out, this is Biden's path to election. Joe Biden, literally all the guy has to do is sit there in his fucking basement. Watch Trump mishandle everything. I mean, fuck, I missed so much time. He had that rally in Tulsa. Didn't even talk about that. He he and his... uh, I don't know what you, I guess it's not his cabinet, but his um, re-election team. And his PR people were expecting a million people. They said they pre-sold or pre-reserved a million tickets. Something like 6,000 people were there. 6,000! I mean, talk about a fucking PR disaster. There were empty seats. Dude is talking about how a million people are going to come. Anyway, now, in the aftermath of that, several people on his staff, Secret Service, both got corona, had to be quarantined. And it was just a fucking debacle. Joe Biden just sitting around in his basement being demented as fucking all get out. Just kicking back, resting, being 77 or whatever the fuck. Just chilling out. Was waiting for November. His poll numbers going way up. Dude is doing nothing. And his poll numbers are going way up. What does that tell you? Trump is a, a fucking terrible president. The fact that it took coronavirus to let everybody know that is interesting. But it also is a fact. It's, it's upsetting and annoying that it took a fucking pandemic. The, mis, the epic mishandling and mismanagement of a pandemic... 
that's what it took for people to be like, you know what? I don't love this guy. You know why? Because fucking old people who resoundingly voted for Trump and old people who vote more anyway than young people, old people are now starting to turn away from Trump because it's very clear that the coronavirus, COVID-19, kills old people much, much, much more often than young people. And I'm going to get into this in a little bit, the way young people are being about coronavirus, which is, oh, wow. But old people know that their life, their literal life is in danger. And they look at the two candidates. One is fucking holding rallies saying we're past it, while literally every day we're breaking records in new cases. Every day we're breaking records in deaths. And yet the fucking president... The candidate who's already president is saying, we're, at, we're, we're over it. We're past it. America's never going to close back down. It's over. Okay. And the other one wears a mask everywhere he goes. Distances. Biden. Biden's never within six feet of people in any fucking pictures. Always has a mask on. If he's anywhere near people. Poll numbers just fucking going up. All he has to do is sit there with a, with a mask on. So yeah, old people are like, um, that guy doesn't care if I die, and that guy cares if I die. I'm going to go with that guy because he cares if I die. It's a toss-up, but I'm going to go with the guy who cares if I die. Biden's whole thing is restore the soul of our nation. I don't know if he can do that. But he's certainly got a better chance at it than the fucking idiot in office right now. <sighs> Still can't wait for those debates, though. Fucking five-year-old Beavis versus demented grandpa. You're going to be able to count on one hand the amount of sentences that are clear and make sense. Both of the candidates combined, one hand, you can count them all. And then there's young people, the way young people are being. Oh my God, about the virus. First of all, it's clear that a lot of them still think it's a hoax. But even those who understand what it is, They still got to have a party. They still got to party. They still got to fucking spring break and have a summer. Hello. They still got to go to the beach and shotgun beers. Cram into someone's fucking house. For a fucking keg party. Hello. Fucking priorities. Who gives a fuck about grandma who I see every Sunday. I got to fucking do a keg stand. All you got to do is, here, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to fucking do it right now. Teenagers, I'm going to Google teenagers, coronavirus, mm, parties. Oh, look, I misspelled coronavirus. That's cool. I searched teenagers, c- 
coronavirus parties. Teenagers' coronavirus parties. But Google, being the evil machine that it is, corrected it already. Teenagers' coronavirus parties. Thanks, Google. Thanks, evil machine. So I'm just going to go through these head- headlines. This is, not, this is not filtered at all. Okay. Hundreds of teenagers potentially exposed to coronavirus at Texas party. Partygoers around the country are contracting coronavirus. Oh, yeah? Texas party exposes 300 teenagers to COVID-19, officials say. Party on. Why some young people are more concerned about their reputations than dot, dot, dot. Going to assume that's coronavirus. Young adults unconcerned by coronavirus, quote, may be killing other people, end quote, doctor, dot, dot, dot. Kentucky coronavirus party with group of young adults has left at least one person, dot, 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 going to assume the rest of that says with COVID-19. <laughs> I mean, wow. Lakeway Pong Fest party exposed high school students to COVID-19. This is a good one. This is in the New York Times. My 14-year-old isn't socially distancing. What should I do? I got a good idea. I know what you should do. And I don't even have kids and I know what you should do. Fucking yell at him or her. Oh, your, your 14-year-old isn't socially distancing and you don't know what to do? Fucking be a parent. And that's the end. You don't need to ask that question. Parents are such fucking pussies now. I mean, I feel like this happens with every generation. Every generation is always like, these kids these days. But fucking hell. The entitlement. The fucking just whatever the fuck I want attitude. At the expense of other people's health. Whatever I want attitude is fine. Individualism, whatever. That's very American. It's not, it's not going anywhere. And I wouldn't even fucking try to discredit it anyway. You do you, as the saying goes. But when it's actually, potentially, as every doctor will tell you, every actual doctor with an actual medic, medical degree will tell you, you can kill someone. You can get the thing, give the thing to someone else without even realizing you got the thing in the first place. And kill that person. Young people can't die from it. Yes, they can. That dude, that Broadway star, Nick, I'm actually blanking on his last name, struggled for days, was in a fucking coma forever, just died the other day. Guy's a fucking young, healthy guy. I saw this thing on, I don't know where the fuck it was. It was the most jacked guy I've ever seen. He was like my age. And he almost fucking died. Lost all of his muscle. Ended up looking like me after he had it. Which that means if I get it and I get sick, what the fuck am I going to look like? Teenagers, stop going to parties. I forget where it was. I actually read even about some places. I think it was upstate New York. Where these kids... And this this wasn't just there that this happened but the story was about this part i think it was upstate new york it could be wrong i don't have the article in front of me but it was about this um trend that was catching on among teenagers where they'll have a party specifically in the name of coronavirus 
meaning one of the people, at least one of the people who has coronavirus already and is asymptomatic, will go to the party and be like this sort of guest of honor. And the, the, the teenagers will try to get it. And then after the party, they want to be the one who, had, who got COVID. Um, what? If that was your response, it was mine too. I don't even get it. I'm sitting here telling you a thing that I know is true and I don't even get it. I don't even know how to tell you. That's how fucking confusing it is. These kids are fucking pissing me off, dude. Have some fucking respect. At the very least, just put on a fucking mask. You know? Even if you think it's a hoax, other people don't think it's a hoax. Other people know other things than you. Respect them. Put a fucking mask on. It is not infringing upon your fucking freedom. You know what's infringing upon your fucking freedom? Shit like TikTok. Thank you very much. That was a good segue. I want to talk about TikTok. TikTok fucking sucks. For weeks and weeks, months, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Everybody would talk about it. I'd see videos. People would send me TikToks of people. I had no idea what it was. Had no idea what it was even when I would try to find out. Over and over again, I would try to find out. I think... I finally fucking get what TikTok is. So now I hated it before and I hated it in part because I didn't understand it made me feel old. Now I understand it enough to on sturdy ground hate it for good reasons. And I don't just hate seeing the videos and these fucking unfunny people's dumbass faces making unfunny fucking dumbass videos with shitty fucking dumbass songs over them. Don't like them. Hate them. But here's the thing. All you fucking idiots who love TikTok and use it should have read the terms of services. It's a Chinese company that steals and keeps way more of your data. Way, way, way more of your data than even places like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Like way more. So you sign up, your password, your fucking email address, all of your fucking shit. They can even access like Things you've searched on your phone. Geolocation shit. is no joke. And if the fucking Chinese government can access that. Which is kind of obscured, but it seems like that's, I don't know. People's brains logically go there and I totally fucking understand why. Ain't good. Ain't good when any fucking government has all your fucking information. That's another thing people don't seem to understand anymore. Everyone who thinks 
fucking Edward Snowden's a hero. If you think that and you're on TikTok, you are living hypocritically. I do think Edward Snowden is a hero. I do value privacy. I'm not even the fucking best at it anyway. But when something so egregiously crosses the line and just takes all your shit and it's out there in the open and they even announce most of it on your fucking terms of services that you scroll by and don't even read. Such flagrant theft of your shit. I can't really turn my head the other way. Let me tell you something about something I fucking hate in response to this kind of shit. Talking about privacy. A lot of people now. Look, I talk a lot of shit about younger people. I, I talk a lot of shit about older people too. So it's not like I'm fucking biased. Talk a, I talk a lot of shit about younger people. I talk a lot of shit about older people. I talk a lot of shit about people my age. So nobody go accusing me of being fucking ageist. But it does seem like older people value their privacy more than young people. And in this department, old people got a fucking leg up. Because privacy matters. But a lot of the people who, who push back against, oh, why does privacy matter so much? What do I care if people can see all my stuff? What do I care if people have all my information? I think it's called some, it's like the, it's called something straightforward. Like the, the, there's a name for um, that counter argument to privacy rights. The nothing to hide argument. And it's kind of like a logical fallacy kind of argument that says um, surveillance programs are in this case, you know, backdoor theft via apps or whatever the fuck, that they don't actually threaten privacy unless they find out that you're doing something illegal. And then if they find out that you're doing something illegal, then you don't reserve the right to that privacy in the first place. That's basically the argument. Meaning, what do I care if people steal my privacy? What do I have to hide? Which is fair. You're allowed to think that. You're allowed to not care if people look in your shit. You're allowed to not care if people can see in your YouTube search that you're looking up hentai porn. Or fucking... I don't know. How how old is... Betty, uh, uh, Betty White or whatever the fuck you're Googling, you know? That's fine. As an individual, you can think that. But to think that the government or anyone else, any entity, any company, just can just willy-nilly go through all your fucking shit and take whatever they want and use it to whatever end that they want, is just a short-sighted way to think of it. Speaking of Edward Snowden, he sums it up well. 
He says, Arguing that you don't care about the right to privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different than saying you don't care about free speech because you have nothing to say. When you say, I have nothing to hide, you're saying, I don't care about this right. You're saying, I don't, care, I don't have this right because I've got to the point where I have to justify it. The way rights work is the government has to justify its intrusion into your rights. It is a right. You have a right to privacy. For you just to not care and put your arms down and say, fuck it, I want TikTok. Is for you to unthinkingly give up a right. That's fucking hard earned. The nothing to hide argument is the fucking brainchild of any authoritarian, totalitarian government. It's like the fucking Stasi's number one tactic. How they stick your, their fucking nose into everything and get your neighbors to look through your fucking cupboards and rat your shit out if you've got a little bit more flour than you're supposed to have. Even if you don't care about this shit, just fucking trust me and delete TikTok, okay? If for no other reason, then so I don't have to see your videos. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for me. I love you. Don't you love me back? Delete TikTok. Fucking TikTok, you know? Nothing makes me want to jump out a window more than accidentally stumbling upon someone's TikTok video on Twitter. Twitter is depressing enough. I don't want to accidentally stumble upon something even more depressing. I'm already taking my life and mind into my own hands by opening the, the, the Twitter app. I don't need TikTok's a surprise TikTok video, an Easter egg TikTok video to destroy my soul. I actually, but I'm going to take a little break in a minute here, but I wanted to, uh, there's this account. I think I've talked about this account. This, this guy's, uh, I think it's a group. It's mainly just one guy. It's an Instagram account called all gas, no breaks. They actually just signed a uh, deal with the, um, Tim and Eric's production company. Uh, to bring what they do on Instagram to TV, I believe, which is fucking the sickest thing I've ever heard because I love this account. Uh, it's kind of like got an element of a Sasha Baron Cohen thing, except the guy's not playing a character. So he's not like, there's no like lie going on. This guy, this young dude is just going around with a microphone, interviewing people and getting them to do really crazy shit. But he, there's no shtick. It's, it's non-shtick is, is why it's so fucking genius. And in this, in this little clip, he goes to a beach party where people 
young people. Oh, what a surprise. Don't give a rat fuck about coronavirus. Meanwhile, the guy interviewing everyone, the guy who the show hosts the show, has a mask on. And no one else in the entire video has a mask on. They're crammed like fucking sardines on some shitty beach. I'm going to guess it's Florida. But here's the video. Well, audio. to do some body shots real quick with the truly fuck the brake fluid we sitting fucking straight gas over here and i got some gas for you later too andrew for real why independence day everyone's just here for the whole day just you know drink day beers seltzers whatever it is shotgun beers happy fourth john my thing with alcohol is no matter what i'm drinking it could be top shot shelf tequila it's gonna get me fucked up that'll cure corona this is broccoli hey hey little yachty does feature in the song but the main artist is drum and the song is broccoli it is featuring little yachty you should really dive into him as an artist he's a really good intellectual artist <laughs> Does anyone actually know someone with it? Any of you guys know someone with coronavirus? I fucking don't. So it might be a lie. Okay, so I was gonna bring my mask. It's in the car. My mask is in the car. A little bit of them have it, but we're gonna get through it. We're, you know, strong, united country. I think we're about. We're strong. We're gonna get through it. We're strong, united country. Well, we're anything but united, and currently in our present state, we're anything but strong. You, sir, are a fucking idiot. Meanwhile. Everyone on that beach was a dipshit young white person. Are you surprised? It actually wasn't Florida. It was Michigan. So many fucking video clips over the 4th of July weekend of dumb fucking fucks on top of each other, drunk as fuck, spreading COVID. I just hope the dude on all, all gas, no brakes doesn't fucking get it because I need more of these fucking videos all the time. All right. Uh, that's exactly the halfway mark. I'm going to take a break now and I'll talk to you on the side. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. And I'm hot as fucking hell. It's hot as fucking hell in LA. And when I record, I can't have the fucking AC on because the AC where I live is louder than a fucking helicopter. So, yeah, I suffer for all of you, though. Um, But yeah, I talked about the election a, a little bit, and but there's something uh, that I didn't get uh, get to that I wanted to get to. Just got all fired up about fucking young people. Got a little sidetracked, but I want to talk about Kanye West because Kanye West has announced officially that he is running for president under what he calls the birthday party. So we have the Republican Party, the Democrat par- Democratic Party, and now the birthday party. Why is he doing this, you ask? Because it's 2020. And obviously that's happening because it's 2020. And only really fucking shitty, terrible things happen in 2020. And this is certainly a shitty, terrible, incredibly annoying thing 
uh, he had, there was an article or an interview he did with Forbes where he asked, was asked a bunch of questions about why he's running and what his policies are and what, what a surprise he doesn't have any policies yet. So that's cool. But in this interview, he discussed uh, that he no longer supports Trump. He, in his words, has taken off the red hat. But he still likes Trump. But he thinks he'd be a better president. K. And I'm going somewhere with this. Bear with me. He said about Biden that he's not special. He said Bill Clinton was special. Barack Obama was special. Donald Trump, I believe he said, was special as well. Joe Biden, though, is not special. And as far as the common, the common, uh, the working theory among pundits and followers of these things is that Kanye shouldn't run because he'll take away votes from Joe Biden. And this was actually how it was framed to him in the Forbes interview. He was asked, do you, same, same shit that fucking any libertarian candidate gets asked. Justin Amash was asked the same shit, even though he listened to these concerned concerns and backed out. He was going to run as a libertarian, third party candidate, got skewered for it, told him, everyone told him that's just going to help Trump. And he decided, fuck it, I'm not going to run. Kanye, when told this is just going to help Trump, doesn't give a fuck. And if you listen to what he says, all you have to do is listen to what he says to understand why. You got to listen to what he says and then look a little deeper beyond that. But it doesn't take much to understand what the fuck's going on. He, I mean, he just says outright. He just talks about how he likes Trump more than Biden. He's upset. Fair enough that the Democratic Party has historically taken for granted the African-American vote. Fair. Happy to have that conversation. And he specifically brought up the thing about that dumb fucking idiot thing that Joe Biden said about if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Very dumb. But it would be hard to argue that Democratic platforms are worse for African-Americans than at least the current Republican Party's platforms. Now, I don't, that's not the sticking point that I want to get into. The thing that I want to get into is why would he do this when it would hurt Biden? He doesn't care about hurting Biden. He doesn't like Joe Biden. He likes Donald Trump more. So why are people worried about him taking votes from Biden if he's if he's if, if according to him even he's less like Biden than Trump because people do assume I mean rightfully you look at the fucking exit polls something like Trump got like almost zero percent of the African-American vote black people just like no no black people voted for Donald Trump in 2016 and the working theory is that that's going to happen again because typically, black people do tend to really like Joe Biden for a number of reasons. 
But the fact is that Kanye West doesn't only like Donald Trump much more than Joe Biden, doesn't only respect Donald Trump more than Joe Biden. He is like Donald Trump. He just is. In fact, on a past episode, I've said the same thing about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is just another Trump figure. And I've long been saying he's probably going to run for president one day. And lo and behold, what a fucking surprise. Elon Musk is Kanye West's number one advisor for his, quote, campaign. So these two Trumpy motherfuckers are running and everyone's worried that he's that they're going to take votes from Joe Biden. Let me tell you why. Only. Because Kanye West is black. I don't know about you guys, but that seems like bad fucking logic and doesn't give black people very much credit. That seems to presuppose that black people are just going to vote for any black person because for the single lone fact that that person is black. Regardless of policy, regardless of the character of the candidate. That seems like a bad assumption. And it seems like it's not giving black people very much fucking credit for having their own autonomy and own fucking brains to vote for whoever the fuck they want. They're not going to just... I mean, to assume out of hand immediately and in a full-throated way to advance this idea that black people are just going to vote for Kanye West because he's black? He's way more like Donald Trump. In fact, he is like Donald Trump. And so is his number one advisor, Elon Musk. So the way I see it is he's just as likely to take voters away from Donald Trump than he is to take voters away from Joe Biden. But here is my ultimate point. No one's going to fucking vote for Kanye West. He doesn't even have a shred of a thing to say about what his policy might be. Oh, oh, actually he does. He talks about being pro-life. He's anti-abortion. Who's that sound more like? Donald Trump or Joe Biden? He's been a long-time vocal supporter of Donald Trump. I don't see him taking votes from Joe Biden. At least not more than he's going to take from fucking Donald Trump. They're the fucking same guy. They're similar. Complete egomaniacs. Elon too. All three of them cut from the same cloth. They're all completely self-centered. Absolute fucking maniacs. 
who lean and have historically leaned on saying outlandish things just to get attention and having no underlying philosophy to the way that they are. It's just whatever advances their interests at that moment. And this kind of gets to some of the shit that's in John Bolton's book about Donald Trump. Bolton's main point about Trump, his main point about what people don't understand about Trump, is that there is no guiding philosophy of Trumpism. There is almost no such thing as Trumpism, unless you were to define Trumpism as whatever the fuck Donald Trump is feeling like at that moment. But there's no guiding principle because there's no end game. There's no, there's no uh, target. He's not an ideologue. He is a sociopath and that's it. This from his national security advisor for who knows how long, 19 months or something. I believe him. It's kind of annoying how the left has made a hero out of John Bolton. I mean, fuck John Bolton. I don't think he's lying about this, though. He has no reason to. Trump says it's just to sell books. I mean, what the fuck? It's just as possible that it's a happy con- a happy fucking uh, coincidence. It coincides. Telling the truth coincides with uh, book sales. The reason Kanye running for president is annoying isn't, to me, isn't because he's going to take votes from Biden. I don't knee-jerk think that. I don't automatically think that just because he's black. I don't think that just because he's black, black people are going to vote for him. I mean, I think you could argue that it's racist to even assume that. What I, the problem I have with Kanye running for president is that it's all over the fucking news and it's fucking annoying to see. So much spilled ink about this shit. Who the fuck fucking cares? The birthday party, you know? Guy's been wearing a fucking MAGA hat for the last three years. See ya, dude. It all, it really is the least surprising. He was talking about, um, he was going to run in 2024. Uh, but he tells some story about one day he was just in the shower thinking about what if he ran for president and he couldn't stop laughing. And he couldn't stop laughing. This is in the Forbes interview. And he couldn't stop laughing, so he knew right then and there that 2020 was a time to run. Which just goes to show, if something makes you laugh endlessly, it's the best possible idea. That seems to be his logic on that. And you know what? I do like to laugh. But things that make me laugh aren't inherently a good thing to do. Or just inherently good. I laugh when people slip and fall. Do I want people to slip and fall? No. I actually absolutely want people to not ever slip and fall. But when they do, I laugh. Laughing at a thing doesn't make it good. It just makes it funny. Is Kanye running for president funny? Arguably. Is Kanye running for president good? No.
I noticed um, recently, just because, I mean, the, the, all signs point to Trump. If the, if the election was today, Trump would lose to Joe Biden handily is what, I mean, reading the tea leaves, it's not hard to deduce that that is a fact. And, and as I was talking about before, a lot of that is specifically to do with the fact that he's mishandled the pandemic. And the ultimate irony, as Trump's first term comes to an end, is that he is a fear-mongering isolationist. Make America Great Again is the whole fucking, the whole premise of that is like an America first anti-globalist stance. What's the ultimate irony as we end, as we come upon the end of his first term, hopefully his first and last term, is that he's mishandled, he's mishandled his biggest job so far which was this coronavirus pandemic. He's mishandled it so fucking badly that the European Union just came out with a list of countries uh, that, due to health reasons, are not allowed entry for the foreseeable future. Essentially a travel ban, like Trump did to a fucking religious group people of a certain religion he tried to get a Muslim ban right when he came into fucking office he tried to get a fucking Muslim ban can we all fucking remember that for a second he tried to ban Muslims from entering the country think about that for a second you're banning an entire the followers of the entire group of of followers of a fucking massive belief system, but trying to ban them from entering the country. That was the first step of his isolationist policies when he took office. It was fucking red meat for his dipshit red hat wearing base. And they fucking loved it. Obviously, it was unconstitutional, didn't get to fucking work out. Fuck him, fuck them all. But the ultimate irony here is that now we can't fucking go there. We can't go to fucking Europe. And, and for good reason, unlike Trump's fucking dipshit Muslim ban, we can't go to fucking Europe. We can't travel to anywhere in the European Union because we fucked up our own shit so fucking bad. Do you understand how fucking ironic that is? And he's fucking standing his ground. Just the other day, maybe even today, maybe yesterday, I don't remember when I saw the headline, the U.S. will never close. K. You know? Just digging his heels in. But what I was saying before, reading the tea leaves, it's clear that Biden would win if there was an election today. And even Trump knows that. Trump knew all along that Biden was the one he didn't want to run against. The whole Burisma... Ukraine shit, the reason he wanted an investigation into the Biden family and Burisma was specifically because he wanted to tarnish 
Biden's chances. He wanted to diminish Biden's chances at winning the nomination. He wanted Bernie to be the nomination. I wanted Bernie to be the nomination too. He wanted Bernie for different reasons. He thought he could handily beat Bernie. Right now, it's clear how right he was and how wrong I was. He was right to not want to run against Joe Biden. Because it looks like he's going to fucking lose and lose pretty handily. He wanted that fucking Ukraine shit to be like Hillary's email shit. The email shit fucking worked. Lock her up worked. It was a fucking national tragedy, but it worked. The Ukraine shit did not work. And now he's fucked because Biden's the candidate. And he's got nothing against him. He can't call him a fucking socialist. Biden's anything but a socialist. And Biden is also a fucking old white guy. So old white guys are like, hey, that other old white guy's not so bad. You hate to say it. You hate to see it, but it's fucking true. Anti-woman bias, I don't know. But fucking people hated Hillary. Older white men voted for Trump in enormous numbers. Now you look at the polling, and even the polling on, in 2016 said uh, Trump was going to beat Hillary with older white men. Now you look at the polling, and older white men like Biden just as much, if not more. There's now almost no demographic that Trump is ahead of Biden in. This is Trump's fucking nightmare. And it's coming true. And that was before coronavirus was even mentioned, before anybody even fucking thought there would be a pandemic. And the pandemic is hammering the fucking nails in the coffin. And the proof, I'll tell you where the fucking proof is. Trump refuses to wear a mask all along. He's refused to wear a mask. It got politicized because of his dumb fucking ass. Indirectly or arguably even directly, you could point to the shitty handling, mismanagement of the coronavirus crisis. You could entirely correlate that Trump's absolute intransigence and politicization of the fucking masks. You can correlate that directly to the fact that the U.S. is the worst in the fucking world. Again, record cases every single fucking day. And you can see he knows it because the other fucking day he opened the door a little bit. This fucking guy, he has no principles. He just does what he thinks works. And if he thinks it stops working, he does something else. To anyone who thinks he's a fucking hero and not like every other fucking politician ever, but worse, you're a fucking idiot. All he gives a shit about is is doing is winning. He's talking about wearing a mask, how he likes the way he looks in a mask, how he doesn't mind wearing a mask, how he thinks he looks like the Lone Ranger in a mask. His fucking strategy isn't working. That's why he says that. He's losing. And I fucking can't wait to see him lose in November. Another thing I can't wait for is Biden's fucking uh, inaugural speech, which will make no fucking sense. And everyone will be like, uh, what did we do? 
but it'll be better than Trump's speech. Trump's re-election victory speech. Oh my God. I don't want to hear that. Everybody vote for fucking Joe Biden. Wear a mask. Stay home unless you got to go earn money. If you got to go earn money, go earn money. Buy food. Feed mouths. If you don't got to fucking buy food, or if you don't got to earn money, or when you're not earning money, I should say. Everybody's got to earn money. When you're not earning money, stay home. Don't fucking go partying on the beach. Don't use TikTok. Don't go to house parties to see who can get coronavirus first. Wear a fucking mask. Even if you think it's a fucking hoax, be decent. It's not that hard. And I'm way too hot, so I'm going to wrap up now, even though we're under an hour. Uh, It's been great to be back. I miss doing this. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Um, I don't know exactly how the schedule will be on these things moving forward. Um, schedule has been all fucked up, but at some point I will get back on track and there will be a routine. There is none yet. Um, still figuring out how many episodes will be with guests, how many episodes will be solo. Uh, in the meantime, get your fucking Matt D'Elia is confused merch, mattdelia.com backslash store. A lot of you've been sending me pictures of you and the merch. I love it all. Keep sending it. Uh, I loved, you love to see it. Uh, and I really do. I love to see it. And I appreciate all of you. Uh, thanks for bearing with me through my absence, but I am now back and I've missed you and I love you and I want you all to stay alive. So wear a fucking mask. And if you don't got to earn money, if you don't got to go out and earn money when you are not earning money, stay on, stay safe, stay healthy, stay on. Okay.